Hello and welcome to the 152nd one. Hey. <laughs> He's trying to throw you off, man. Um, <laughs> welcome to the 152nd episode of Cinema Effect. I'm Liam and I'm joined by my fellow Overwatch 2 top 500 player. Oh, not even close, but yeah. No, okay. Howdy. And oh, Zach doesn't really have him yet. I mean, Star Wars, you know, Star Wars oh, fucking... Of course. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was about to be explicit, but um, fuck. Star Wars fan number no. Okay, Zach. <laughs> Fucking Star Wars, Zach. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Fitzy, how are you? Good. Um, and an amazing return appearance. Special guest, Doctor Jones himself. Uh, Luke. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Why, why, why is he here? I don't know. He's just, you know. Just rocked he, up. He heard Jones. He heard Temple of Doom and disappeared. Yeah. That's actually pretty much hey, look, almost exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was summoned. Did, wait, did Dave doesn't. No, Dave doesn't have glasses, does he? No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. But he's got okay. like the beard kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, the beard's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebels. Yeah. Did, did, did his glasses just vanish for you guys as well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> if you didn't know, this week we're doing Temple of Doom. God, I don't know when this was released. I didn't look it up because I'm hosting last minute. But it was uh, released in like, you know, 84, 84, I think. 84? Yeah, sure. Um, and it's a Spielberg movie. You know, it's a second Indiana Jones movie that we're doing. Uh, and it's a second in general. So, yeah. I'll start with Jaden. How do you feel about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom has always been my least favorite from my initial watch. But this time I actually quite enjoyed it. I was really surprised by that. Um, I think it's a lot more fun than what Raiders was. I think it still suffers a lot of the same issues in terms of mystery being non-existent and like the actual adventure itself being kind of simple. Also like the worst Orientalism you'll ever see in a movie. In a movie. But like um, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was surprisingly um engage with it and i think this time it just does come with the fact that i i like that prior knowledge of spielberg intended for them to be b movies just put on the big screen i was like okay i can i I definitely feel that much more um and i'm i can i think i think that aided my viewing Mm, good 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 redemption arc potentially um zach do you are you also going to be part of this redemption arc um, maybe a little bit. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty close to, to Jaded. My expectations weren't high because I also always remember this being my least favorite, but yeah, on the rewatch, I actually prefer aspects of it to Raiders for sure. And, um, yeah, totally agree with Jane. Like once again, knowing that trivia from last time and what they're trying to make here, I think Steven and everyone at Lucasfilm and everyone involved knew what they were, what they were doing and they did a solid job with it for sure. I thought, yeah, I did, I had a decent time watching it for sure. All right, all right, nicely, nicely said. Um, all right, who we're all waiting for, Luke? Go on, let's go. This movie, this this is my favorite movie out of out of the trilogy, or out of the true trilogy, I like to call it. I just think it's it's oh, yeah. just so wild. The whole movie is like literally the start of the movie. Anything goes, and anything does go. Like they start in Shanghai. And then they take a plane, fall out of the plane in an inflatable life raft, go down a mountain. They're suddenly in India, and now they're walking. It's like it's so, it's so wild. And I, I think that's like 
if you sort of, I think Jaden's right. If you view this from a perspective of like, this is sort of a B movie. This is it's just it's just wild and fun, like and so if you can view it in that way, then it's an enjoyable ride, and that's sort of what I had that in mind. Because even though it is my favorite, I can objectively acknowledge that this is the the awkward cousin in the other other movies. Not only is the villain different, like they're not he's not punching Nazis anymore, but there's just there is a really different aesthetic to it. And so I sort of I had that in mind when I was watching it, but the movie still didn't let me down. I got the DVD player out from the other room. I plugged it into my TV. I put the DVD in, and it came up with the whole title screen and all this nostalgia flooded back. It was, it was a wonderful time. I I really enjoyed rewatching this. Great, great, amazing. Yeah, I I uh, greatly prefer this to Raiders. I think not just the awareness of you know, the whole B-movie intentionality aspect, but also just, like, the content matching the goofy execution Mm -hmm. much more, you know, the extravagant set design, the, you know, the mystic, uh, like, Indian religion subplot, which is, like, definitely, you know, problematic or whatever, but definitely also. (laughs) um, Yeah. But also just, like, suits the execution a lot more than I think the Nazis and Raiders Mm -hmm. um, does, so... Yeah, I think it's it was an, uh, it's an incredibly fun movie, and I just forgot how like invented the plot is. Like he just like lands there; he doesn't like sit, seek out the mm-hmm. mystery. Yeah, and the whole thing happens in like a day or two, and it's just like really mm-hmm. speedy. And yeah, and I, I like supporting characters as well. I just awesome. Would you consider this to be the Rise of Skywalker of Indiana Jones? <laughs> what what kind of question? In what, in what possible way? <laughs> in the breakneck pace, it starts. That shit just happens, you know. It's kind of that awkward kind of, you know, awkwardly perceived one. You know, you know how you start with Kylo, and then you and you kind of get this like rest of the journey that just keeps on happening from that point. You know, there's never like a seek. It's it's a it's not it's like a seeking out. It shit just happens like the way that. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. They seek out too much. Like, isn't there like fifty? They gotta seek out the key the whole time. I feel like this is more akin to like Return of the Jedi, and if you're gonna compare it to like. You know, Star Wars trilogies or whatever, because this is, as Luke said, the awkward one in the three. That's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, the goofiness is extenuated in this one, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Speaking of when they arrived, like, how, how do we feel about the scene where Harrison Ford, um, they arrive in India and he says, We're in India. <laughs> and can you tell? How can you tell? And there's just a brown man standing there. <laughs> it's like, hang on. <laughs> Yeah. Is that pro- is that problematic? I don't know. There's, yeah. I there's a few problematic elements going on here. Like you know? the that whole start of the film is is super. Like if you viewed it with a contemporary lens, it suffers so much from white savior. It's not funny. Like it literally, they prayed. The villagers prayed for someone to come, and who was it? It was a white man. When Indiana Jones enters the village, they all you know put, try to put their hands on him, and they're all saying, "Help us! Help us!" And then. There's even like when he's translating because the language is really strange in it because sometimes they're speaking English and then when they're speaking non-English, Indiana Jones is translating. And when he translates, he literally just like turns away from the people and starts like looking towards the camera. So it's like completely devaluing the voice of the people and prioritizing the voice of Indiana. So like it's, it's very problematic in its execution. But then, you know, that's a product of the times. You sort of have to, yeah. 
I don't know if that's a good excuse. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it definitely is. This one is probably like this one seems way worse out, out, out of the three. Yeah, you know, like even though Raiders was before it, but yeah. like the worst part about that for me was when like the Indian soldiers who were led by the British guy came to shot the other Indians. That just struck me as you know very icky, like imperialist, yeah, like that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, not what about the dining not- food scene? That didn't seem terribly culturally yeah, offensive. That was, the, that was the guiltiest one. Oh um, yeah, for sure. That was the worst. I, I forgot how difficult that scene was to watch, and it sort of came up, and I was like, "Oh, we're doing this." And it's like, okay, mm. all right, yeah. okay. The movie's bad. The movie's bad. We get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's problematic. <laughs> it's problematic. Let's move on to the great things. Um, could, we, could you argue it's well executed problematic because? I'm not going to lie. When the, all the little snakes came out of that snake, I was impressed. Oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> well done. Sure. But gross. Real gross. Yeah. I want to I jump backwards in time to the opening scene, which is incredible. I love mm. that. I think, it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, what aspect of it? Like the, the actual like, opening titles with the song and the, and the woman? Yeah, like the, 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 the choreography. The uh, the actual song is juicy. The oh, yeah. uh, the way it zooms in on her face and when she you know goes comes up to the camera like a musical. It's very nice. It's very nice. And then yeah. it just goes straight into the um the action scene in the Shanghai. Yeah, yeah the the Obi Wan Club is it? Yeah, the yeah. Obi Wan Club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. That opening scene, and like even not only the sort of music at the start, but then the whole negotiation with Lao Chen. And the sort of, you know, then when, you know, they're running around the floor and he's trying to get the antidote and Willie's trying to get the diamond and, you know, they're kicking things one way and they're kicking things another and then they jump out the window and then Short Round's there to rescue them. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. That was was a perfect example of, like, the antics that Marion kind of had in the first film translated to Mm. this character. Wait, what's her name again? I don't know. Willie. 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 And if if you needed any more proof that my Lego, you know, my my Lego game analogy was good, yep. I reckon this one was the most Lego game yeah. of all of them. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, I really love the Shanghai, the Shanghai bit. It's very cool. I do um, as well. Yeah, it's a really it's a really fun first scene. Oh, yeah, I like how when they start at the table. I mean, actually, first of all, James, do you, anything goes. I just know that from Fallout. Is it? <laughs> are you the same? I thought I was thinking you might yeah. think the same thing. Um, um, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. always in Fallout. Yeah, blast that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. No, but yeah, it's a, it's a really it's a really fun scene I, when they're all sitting around the table. Especially, I really like when they're sort of one upping each other yeah. with who's actually in control of the situation. Yeah, and that just progresses and progresses and builds even throughout the action. Like starts off with this, you know, the business transaction. They're threatening each other. Then when the antidote comes into play, it's like, whoa, okay. Um, and then, oh, dude, I really enjoyed when uh, as everything progresses and they go outside and they have the shit and everything, but when uh, he slams the door shut on the plane, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, yeah. nah, one final, one final little uh, little play there. Yeah. That was fun. While we're sort of on the topic of Willie, what's your thoughts on her as mm. the damsel in distress? Because I, I think Willie is one of the most annoying characters in film history. Um, I thought she was really, she was really funny. She was a great yeah. comedic character. Um, they don't even try, like Zach said in Raiders, like they tried to introduce Marion at the start as kind of like, you know, 
an independent woman, yeah. uh, an independent woman, I guess. Yeah. And in this one, they don't even try to do that. They're just like, she's just, she's just like a funny plot device, yeah. you know. What about? Um, yeah. It's not it's not good as well yeah. as you know, <laughs> as all the other stuff. But it's yeah. That line on the plane when they when What's they that? wake up, and they're going towards the mountain, and he gets out the life raft, and Willie screams. It's so poetic. It's like the best line in film history. She goes, "We're not sinking." we're crashing and she screams it exactly <laughs> like that and then they jump out of the plane it's yeah, like oh god yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh wow yeah no i no i like willie honestly i'm not i'm honestly not annoyed by her like she's objectively annoying for sure but mm. the, mm. obviously that's the point and i kind of find it a fun archetype like yeah she's the damsel little blonde in distress for sure but like I feel like if you lean into it and like make it like like she's she's so far that way that it's like not even you can't even call it generic really. It's like yeah, she just it's definitely can't do anything. It's all so. purposefully done. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I related to her as well because the bugs. You know, <laughs> I hate bugs. You know. Oh yeah, so. Yeah. Like, it's like, in, in that scene where they're, where they're like walking through all the bugs and they start crawling and they're like, if I was hanging out with Indiana Jones, like this would be where, this, this is where I call it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. End of the line. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing like inspired and centipedes and shit then. No, uh, for sure. For sure. Uh, before, I, I will, while we're on it, for, for that bug chamber sequence, Kate Capshaw, who played Willie, was uh, really covered with over 2,000, uh, Jesus Christ, 2,000 insects. Uh, she took sedatives prior to the scene to get over her initial fear and claimed they definitely worked. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That's it, wasn't, revolting. Did she, didn't she marry Spielberg? Wasn't she like a former she wife did. or something? Wow. No, they're, they're still married today. Oh, they're still married. Okay. Huh? Yeah. I guess that's how we got away with it. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she was good. And I thought Short Round as well was fucking mm. epic. He was so funny. Yeah. The chemistry between Indiana and Short Round was one yeah. of the my probably my favorite thing in the movie and especially juxtaposing mm, it sure. with Willie so like the scene when they're camping and they're playing poker with each other and they're sort of bartering and then Willie is sort of running around screaming but then they they're someone they're contained in their own little game and they're sort of having this fun exchange where it's like you're cheating at poker and you've got an ace up your sleeve and it's it's yeah I love it hmm what yeah. do you think, Jaden? What's awesome. your thoughts on short round? Best sidekick of You're all You're sending time? questions over to me. Oh, that, that's Liam's <laughs> job today. You can't send questions over Jayden, to me. what do you think of short round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was quite fun. I liked him. Um, yeah, it's great to see you, him. Did you relate character. to him? Oh. Relate to him? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm short, short round. round. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very <laughs> funny. Round face, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I'm just abusing my host privilege. Did you? Yeah. You, yeah. Why didn't you intro me as that at the start of the episode? I should have. I actually yeah. read that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do, we have, do we have any thoughts on his name, though? Short round. What human name. being is named that? Him. Does he have an actual name? What's his no. actual name? No, it's just short round. It's, pr- it's probably like a direct English translation. Right. Okay. So, for okay. instance, because um, he said he said he found him in Hong Kong, right, and then took him to Shanghai. Something like that. I, I think yeah. he was sort of when he was explaining the background. I think he said he found him trying to pick his pockets in the streets of Hong Kong, and then sort of took him around on adventures. Mm. So, but regardless, if they're okay. if he's Chinese, then like short is Xiao, 
X-I-A-O, and that's a that's a pretty common first name. So his name probably translates oh. literally from short round. What about Indiana Jones in this movie? Do we still feel he was archetypal? I, I got... Yes. Mm, I, th- I think I got more Bond vibes from this. More and, like yeah, Sean Connery especially that vibes. opening scene, right? When he's wearing the yellow suit. Yeah. And he sips the martini. It's like, yeah. What? Yellow? Oh, what? white, sorry. Oh, it's white, white suit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I was going to say, spooky. How, how, can I call <laughs> Very. <laughs> His TV setting, man. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Just super saturated everything. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I like Indy in this movie. I don't know. Like, he didn't. Harrison Ford wasn't doing anything super different or anything. Like, I, I wouldn't say, but. I guess in a way, like, I kind of liked, um, maybe this is being a bit unfair, but, like, I kind of liked that they didn't even try to explore another side of him. Like, in Raiders, it was the stuff, like, him being the professor was, like, so interesting to me and I wanted to get more into that and understand more of that. And the fact that they don't even tease us with that at all in this movie, like, we're just, as we've been saying, he's just in on the adventure the whole time from the start. He's basically just, he's just adventurer. That's all he is. That's his character for, for the purpose of this movie entirely. And right. therefore, it sort of just works for me. Like Harrison Ford knows that role so well. He's fun. He does all the, you know, he, do, he does the thing. Um, and for that, like I sort of, I don't know, it's like it's got, it's got less issues. So therefore, it just sort of works better throughout the narrative, I think. I mean, there is that one scene. For me. There's the one scene when they're in India and it's the dining scene. That, that, he's in his Dr. Jones persona then. He's got his circular glasses sure, on, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's discussing yeah. the history of the temple and the palace and things like that. That was a very, that was a very archa- you know, Doctor Jones professor type thing. But there was still that undertone of tension when yeah. he was like, oh, "I'm sorry, yeah. I thought we were talking about folklore." Yeah, right. It felt it felt more like a like a um, like a I don't know like a cosmetic yeah. thing or like, but you know, he's he's in that persona based on the scenario yeah. he's in. Not because it's like that's we're trying to explore this character right now. Yeah. Like it's just it's an it's an aspect of the character and it always will be. But like mm. we're still on, on the adventure right now, you know. Yeah. Based on what happens literally that same night. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nocturnal activity. Did you like that scene? Oh yeah, I I really like that scene when the when the Indian man comes out of the painting? well, sort of the the whole thing. So like the before that as well, when they're in the room and he's giving her fruit. And then they sort of, it looks like they're sort of the tensions there, but then they break apart and then they separate into their room and it's like five minutes, four and a half minutes. And they're sort of, you know, pacing back and forth. And then there's the sort of surprise. I I appreciated that much more on this second rewatch or this, well, not second, but sort of most yeah, recent yeah. rewatch. Yeah. I thought that I, I sort of like, I was like, oh, that's actually, I really enjoyed that sort of scene and the cutting between the two different perspectives and things like that. Yeah. I like that scene. I like that scene. It's a good scene. It, w- it was a good scene. Um, she was super horny for him. Though, you know? <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. And then, and then he hung that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, I forget about yeah. that. Yeah. And that's only, we're only scratching the surface of how, how uh, dark this film gets, you know, I reckon. Yeah. I, there was actually a few things I noticed on this time, and I forgot to bring it up earlier, but when they're in Shanghai and they're sort of, he's trying to get the antidote, he literally punches a woman in the face. Did you notice that? Yes. There was a woman, absolutely. Oh, the there was the a waitress, waitress holding waiter, a tray. Yeah. She, he literally just turns around and smacks her in the face. Yeah. 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 He uh, he sure did. And they, you know, they're not afraid to hit children in this movie. It's like they whipped short oh, round. No. He punched short round in the face. It's like, well, okay. It's good to be yeah. 19. Who punched short round in the face? 
Indy, Indy, Indy did. Did he? Yep. Where? Oh, when he was, when he was um, possessed. When he turned into evil Indy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not forget they also, you know, they, are, they have a whole army of slave, slave children, children that, yeah. they, that they whip yeah. to, to get the mines, the gold, yeah. the uh, 100%. stones. Yeah. That cannot, um, be, that cannot be overlooked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, this movie, like, I always remember it being like, extra scary and a bit like when I was younger yeah. and I always remember it feel having definitely having a different vibe in the supernatural stuff. Um, and that's definitely true. Like going back to it, that was definitely sort of defining characteristic in my mind was how weird and dark it can mm. be, especially but the stuff like I totally, I was more when I was younger noticed on, on the, the sort of weirder stuff, like the, the voodoo doll shit mm. and the, all the, yeah. the, the set decoration and the smoke and the red lighting yeah. and like how, how aesthetically that felt and, and how different that was. But on this rewatch, it was, it was that of course t- still totally true, but it was noticing like how dark it is also thematically exactly like with the, the child slavery stuff. Yeah. I was like, damn, all right. And, and um and it also it helped with the stakes too, in my opinion, because it just felt more significant than Raiders. I don't know, like Raiders, like we talked about it at the time, I was sort of just like, I don't know, like he's going after the, the the thing. All right. But then this time, like, we gotta say these kids, man, this sucks, yeah. you know? Mm. Well the yeah, the other thing is so yeah, the set the set design is awesome. The the red hues and shit. Um yeah. but um it just like jumps straight into the supernatural elements as well, like halfway through the, the film, mm. like the guy ripping the you know the dude's heart yeah. out and the voodoo dolls and all that. Whereas like in Raiders, it kind of leaves it to the end with the arc being, yeah. you know, it's awesome powers. Um, mm. So <laughs> yeah, it it the, the film like doubles down in kind of every way, I guess, mm. on the mystical elements, on the adventure elements, yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Raiders at the end was sort of more of just like a tease, I guess. Or like, like you know, at the end it was revealed, oh, yeah, you know, there is supernatural shit happening in this world and here it is for 30 seconds, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, it really was a part of this movie all the way through and added a lot to its tone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Raiders left us questioning whether or not Indiana Jones believes in the, the supernatural. And here it's like he definitely he definitely does. It's definitely part of this, this world. Which is interesting because this comes yeah. before – Raiders, which is the weirdest thing when I read that. Was it? I did not know that. It comes before. Yeah, this was Raiders. 1935. I think. I think Raiders is 36. It's a is it yeah. really? This is a prequel. That's I amazing. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Um, when, when the oh, years popped up at the start, I was crazy. like, I, th- I think that's. I, I was like, I think I need to take notice of this. And, that's um, insane. Yeah. I, I I didn't remember that. I wouldn't have noticed, but I I got I read the trivia. George Lucas made the film a prequel as he did not want the Nazis to be the villains again. Mm. which is kind of, I don't know about that reasoning, but um, I, I'm sh- there's probably more to it than that. But, um, yeah, I was flabbergasted when I read that. I had no clue. Wow. I think it also it can explain away, like, um, having a different woman there. Because, um, mm. um, um, you know, Raiders ends very resolutely with um, him and the other one together. Marion. Marion. Yeah, <laughs> the other yeah. one. Yeah. Whereas oh. this one takes a bit of a bond route and you can have a new girl, you know, every time. That's true. But I think... Okay, I think the Crusade does have an, uh, like another girl, but yeah, it does. It is true that like in terms of the Nazi thing, it, it continues like that story. So this does feel mm. like detoury in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote down what happened to. I didn't. I also didn't remember her name. I said lady, um, but Marion from the first one. Um, but yeah, that ma- it makes sense now for sure. Mm. Was this the first 
like the whole the minecart scene. Was that the first time like we had a minecart scene in film? Because I feel like it's been replicated a lot, and every time it's replicated, they say, "Oh, Temple of Doom minecart." Mm. Like, was this I was this like- the first minecart chase esque sort of thing? I feel like this is a whale in Pinocchio issue where, like, you can go further and further back and still find stuff, but... I reckon you can um, find similar stuff in relation to, like, trolley cars, you know, like, where they do, like, the pump gag and, like, the trolley cars, like, catch up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like, Buster yeah. like Buster Keaton kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon it goes further yeah. back to, like, stuff yeah. like that. Andy would know something about that. Yeah. Comment, comment below, Andy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Oh, but what's trying to add him to the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that that minecart, the minecart antics are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like that was the most actiony kind of scene. Yeah. I guess that was the best part of the I mean, Lego game. This, yeah, <laughs> the minecart scene. Yeah, yeah it really was. Yeah. Um, but I mean, action in this film is it as much as Raiders? I guess it, it, there's there's less gunplay, but I guess there's just as much. Like mm. you know, kinetic yeah. scenes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah, particularly in the third act, for sure. Like, there's a lot of there's a sort of a string of long action scenes, and um, uh, this this was the least I was engaged with the movie. Like, it was they they're well done for sure, and they're like I guess they I can value their entertainment um qualities, but like I don't know, like I was sort of just like, yeah, I get it. I know it was the same sort of Raiders thing where I'm just like. I feel like I've seen this all before. It's you know, it's I, I wasn't personally because I'm not I'm not I haven't got any nostalgia for it, so I was sort of just like, okay, yeah, this is this is cool. I was more invested. I was I was personally more invested when Indiana Jones turned into a psychopath for like five minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like yeah. So there's the string here. There's like bloody what is there? There's the first of all, there's like the quite long scene with fighting the guy on the hmm. is it like a conveyor it's like belt. The crusher, would you say? Yeah, yeah. The conveyor belt yeah. that crushes them. Yeah. And he goes in the mind. Right. Which it's a, it's a similar sort of thing to the yeah. plane scene in the first movie, right? Where they're dancing around this obstacle while they're fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. So, you know, there's a continuation oh. in that sort of, cli- yeah. well, not cliche, yeah. but like, it's, it's like, what do you need for a checklist for an Indiana Jones movie? You need like two people fighting right. around a sort of physical obstacle in the environment that's going to kill them. That's one yeah. of the things. I think yeah. that scene was made fun by the the young prince who was mm. like controlling the video and then sure and had to, you know, fight him. Yeah. And then they had the, they had the, the shot with like short round fighting him in the background and Indiana yeah, fighting and the guy in the foreground. Like, pummeling. Yeah. 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 And they were like, um, syn- synchronous. Yeah. yeah. That was really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. yeah. The action scenes are really good for me until we like get to the bridge. The bridge isn't like that interesting for me. I don't know why it's just, mm. I don't know. I feel like I've, yeah. It, yeah, it's something I feel like I've seen like a lot of times, but maybe because it comes from this movie, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I, I totally agree. The bridge was, it, I don't know, it was kind of under one with finale to me. Yeah. It's fine. I was, I, I, if the movie has sort of found a way to, to, like, you know, I don't know, when they climb up from the bridge and the whole, it goes for quite a while. And then when they climb up the cliff face at the end, it, was, it wasn't nearly as satisfying to me as like, I was personally thought it was, a lot cooler if you'd found a way to make it the final visual when like the water's rushing out and they're hanging on the edge mm. and like the, and the rocks are cl- crumbling around them. Um, I thought that was sort of a cooler, more climactic visual to me at least. So um, yeah. Yeah. And then when it keeps going to the bridge, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. 
interesting use of uh, fluid dynamics in this movie. Oh yeah, I hated that so much. They went, they went into a sideways, and, and the water didn't follow them. Belly, and the water and didn't, the didn't follow them. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, that was so good. Yeah. That was so great. Yeah, not very phys- yeah. physics accurate. Oh, the boat is like probably oh, yeah. the, worst the boat. Well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, oh, you like the raft? Yeah. Yeah, 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 the raft. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that was that was ridiculous. Yeah. That was absurd. <laughs> that that was yeah. That was, that was something else. And then when it just it kept happening, like they kept falling. It, like yeah, it fell off a cliff. I mean, at, like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out of the plane was bad enough, and then they fell off, off another cliff, cliff into a river. Like, yeah, yeah. That's impressive, man. Yeah, I mean, this movie just like keeps going. You know, yeah. they just like yeah. It's wild. It's, it's a wild movie. Yeah. It is. Wild. It, it is a. It is a ride. It's a wild yeah. ride. I was gonna say, like, I, I, I feel like this. The soundtrack is kind of a bit opposite to Raiders, and that, like, like I said last time, Raiders reutilizes the main theme in like interesting ways, and this film doesn't as much. It's more like, it's more like background, you know, John Williams music, which mm-hmm. Jaden felt about the first one, but I definitely feel is more like stronger in, in this one. Like that aspect is you know, more pronounced in this one. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like the music was a bit weaker. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I also, I must admit, like, in the moments where the film just hits the theme in full stride, mm. where I feel like that was Raiders. I feel like in Raiders they, or it may, maybe happened once, but like I feel like it was less, well, as we talked about with the how the theme is used in different ways in Raiders, I feel like they were therefore less reliant on just frigging blasting the whole thing. I don't know, you can say whether it's better or worse, but, like, unashamedly, like, when they blast the full theme and we get a big, long establishing shot, especially when they the plane's taking off at the start and you just get the theme for, like, 30 seconds straight. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's enjoyable for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, its use yeah. of it is definitely different. I actually agree with that. Somehow the main theme in this was uh, more powerful. Like, even, like, the ending was, like, really cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the score as well. I thought the score was really nice. Yeah. I, I sort of... I was sort of un- almost unconsciously listening to it, and then in the end, when they're in the temple, when they're in the mining area, and Indiana Jones is on the top, I sort of noticed that as he punched the sort of trumpet in the score, went like, Dun! and like it was almost like a oh. like it, it it synced really well with the actions of the movie, and I was like, oh, that's nice, that's a nice use of score. Right, it did that thing. What was that called, Zach? Mickey Mousing. Mickey, Mickey Mousing. Mm. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This definitely felt like more. Like us, like the serials in that way, right? Exactly, exactly. I, I really like the villain. The villain's the villain's cool. I like the like the makeup in the film, but this guy's got a very oh, yeah. terrifying face. He was kind of cool. I read in the trivia that um the actor for him he shaved his head for the role, and then after that he became like a big staple sort of casting choice as a villain in Bollywood. After that, because oh, yeah. people just liked his looks so mm. much. Good for him. Yeah, it's cool. But so, but so, what were they actually doing there? I, m- I must admit, I sort of got. I think I just got lost in like all the weird shit happening. That I'm sort of like, so they have. A, what is their operation? They've got child slaves. They got magical powers. They're they trying to find the last God. two They're stones. The last right? two stones. So there's five of mm, those stones, and, and yeah. they buried them. Mm. So the child so slaves are trying to dig up the last two slopes, yeah. stones. Okay, okay. But the, the other stones, like the stones that Indy's after for the for the village people, they're just the ones sitting right there in open space. 
Yeah, so that village stone was one of the five stones originally. Got it. So they're looking for the remaining stones, whereas Indy just wants one of the stones I already have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wants them Got all it. because, like, you know, they're all very... They belong cool. in a museum. Does he get them all? What? Is, uh, did, all which, which, most of them fall uh, into the river. They fall into the, river, the, yeah, end, the allig- crocodile infested or alligator infested river. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps one. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he brings that one back to the village. Restores their land. Yeah. Oh, okay. You wouldn't be tempted just to, you know, I gave you your children back and just mentioned, oh, sorry, I couldn't find the stone there. <laughs> oh. You know? I mean, well, doesn't Willie it. literally say that? He's like, why did you, why yeah, did you well, give him back the stone? You know, what happened to your fortune and glory? <laughs> and he said, oh, they just like go uh, to some museum yeah. or whatever. Oh, sorry, I do yeah. remember that now. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Li- yeah literally answers your question. <laughs> Yeah, but hang on. But is Indy not heard of the black market? I guess he's ethically uh, oh. not leaning that way. I don't know. It's kind of like how Nathan Drake is continually poor despite finding treasures and shit like that. Exactly. That that's definitely the the um, uh, the, the cycle of the story that 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 Uncharted takes from this for sure. Where like you have the adventure, but you never get anything in the end, hmm. uh. including including maintaining the girl. Apparently, yeah. Doesn't Marion come back for a later one? Yeah, she comes back in King- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The Crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh, that far remote. Okay. Yeah. I think she actually is the mother of Shia LaBeouf, maybe his son. Yeah, I think so. Spoilers! Yeah, Spoilers! Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, did you say? Are we going to have this conversation again? Did you say Shia LaBeouf? No. <laughs> it's Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I said oh, that. Okay. I thought you Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, that was the other thing about this film is that it does feel that much like a detour because you don't have the returning characters of the first one, um, like the, you know, his professor friend who's in the Last Crusade, and I think there's another guy. Oh, I don't know, but oh, the, um, Sal, 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 Sal yes, oh, the dude who, yeah, Sal, yeah, yeah, he's like bad date. Yeah. yeah, the guy they meet when they're digging up uh, yeah. the for the ark. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize Last Crusade really becomes like much more of a sequel to Raiders. I guess I didn't really know that. Hmm. Yeah, it does seem that way. But we'll cross that we'll bridge see. when we get yeah. to it. Exactly. Why is yeah. it these movies can't just do like one animal, one scary animal? You know, like why when they have alligators? I mean, it's the same thing with the bugs. But like when they have alligators, why does it need to be like ten? You know? Oh, why does it need to be a group of them? Yeah, like they they, they uh, don't really understand. I don't know. They they, they choose the abundance route, I guess. Yeah, you know, I have one alligator, and you can have ten. Just just to I mean, hide all the bugs when you can have mannequins and things like that. Just so it doesn't just so oh, it doesn't okay. look super fake. They just throw in more and more crocodiles. I mean, they were they were clearly yeah, just yeah. like doing you know alligator rolls over like cloth that had maybe food sprinkled into it, like. There was no like anything in there, so it's like maybe that's why they had a few to yeah. sort of try and make it, you know, look a little bit better. Right, right. No, that's actually that's a good point. Actually, yeah, yeah. That was like the most allegedly alligator roll I've ever seen. Yeah, there was. I think mm. I feel so like it was the same was shot same. like multiple times. I don't know. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> mm, it did feel a bit clunky. Yeah, it did yeah. feel like they did some re- recent reuses or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The, the alligators were shot in Florida uh-huh. and the rest of it was shot in Sri Lanka. They were literally inserted like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Did you, yeah. sorry, speaking about inserted reverse shots and like repeating shots, 
Did you see um how for the Mandalorian? Uh, I'm I'm sorry, to go off track, but like it just, <laughs> it just popped up to me again in the Mandalorian finale when Bo-Katan's leading them through like the hallways. They use the same three shots, but just they flip it and crop it in. Um, but they use this. Sorry, they use the same shot three times, but they just flip it and crop it in twice. Really? Yep. Oh, I, this is I, a, I didn't notice. I this didn't is notice. a who knows how many million dollar budget production <laughs> reusing shots like that. Damn, dude. God. Did you notice it or was it like no, something? No, I saw that... it afterwards. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's just so bad I mean, I... that you didn't even, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you don't notice, I, I can't really say it's an issue to be honest, you know. Yeah, it's not, it's not, I, I just can't believe that. I mean, I, mean, I can't believe Like, you know, why cheap out, man? Yeah, you can believe it, Jane. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's a Lucasfilm. It's all related. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Was there more? What about the use of the whip in this movie? Was the whip utilized yeah, more in this so. movie than no. in the first one? <laughs> so screwed. No, I feel like he was I mean, like he swinging all the time on the whip. What was he? No. Yeah, he he did it in the <sighs> temple. He hangs a guy and he and he whips and he whips um Willie. Like yeah, and then it. he he swings across to get the stones, and he swings across when he's in the under in the mine mining area as well. He he whips a sword out of someone's hand. Oh. To be fair, I have to watch the last forty minutes three times because I fell asleep. Each time. Oh, what? So you, you're with me? You're with me? Or were you just really, really tired? I was or... so tired, man. I was <laughs> okay, so okay. fucking tired. Okay. And like, I oh, wake yeah. up to the it's credits hilarious. rolling each time. But, like, <laughs> and then I, met, I, I and then I'd, I'd probably make it like two minutes, and I'd fall asleep, and I wake up again to the credits. Like, <laughs> oh. Three times. That's insane. Wow. That's... Yeah. It's like a recurring nightmare or something. Bro, I was oh, yeah, it really sounds like it. <laughs> oh my god! Because it, it like it, it was just as Indy had his like mind, um, fucking. Oh yeah, you know, like fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's I, a considerable it, I, amount of the movie left. Yeah, so I slept for forty minutes each time. <laughs> <laughs> woke up to wow. Um, that was. Interesting. I thought he was he was playing them the whole time, but no. Yeah, then, then he then he punched short, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's, yeah. He's actually evil now. Nah, he was getting back for the card game though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back for cheating. Yeah. Is it weird that Short Round thinks that Indiana Jones is his best friend? You know. Well, I mean, not to get too dark, but I'm pretty sure they said that Short Round's parents died. So he's probably seeing Indiana as a father figure, which is sort of how they positioned the relationship okay. in the film. So I wouldn't say best friend. Like he literally says, I love you. So I feel like it's, it's more well, of a um, like oh, paternal okay, okay. sort of relationship right. that they're going for. So where does Short Round go after this then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, th- this I must is a admit. year before Raiders, you know? Yeah. Unless he gets sent off to boarding school or some shit. Like. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe he dies on, <laughs> he he dies die? on the way to yeah. Delhi. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but Indy's clearly not traumatized yeah. at all by it because in Raiders he's fine. Mm. Yeah. It's really weird. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, shit. That's actually upsetting. We need to like <laughs> create some sort of short round fill-in story to yeah. like reconcile this because, yeah, what the – you can't set up all this stuff with this character and make it deeply personal and then just be like, oh, but I don't know what happened to it. True. I mean, they, they, they have comics, right? Yeah, Joe has comics these days, I think. Does Maybe it? he stays with Willie. Maybe. Mm. Which is weird. Good but if theory. she goes back to Shanghai to, 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 to her job. No, nah, she said she was going back to Missouri. No, that's true. And that, true. that's when Indiana Jones whips her. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Short round. 
does he just keep, he, he lives with Willie, but when, so Willie becomes like his adopted mother, but when he's like 50, like picture Kihei Kwan now, mm. like in his voice, like calling her lady, <laughs> still calls her lady. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, lady. Yeah. Yeah. What was that saying? Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> You're just getting in the spirit of the 80s. He's got a, he's got a very, very unique, distinctive voice, yeah. you know? Yeah. Not, yeah. not a stereotype. We're stereotyping him, not, you know. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. <laughs> hey, you get to decide whether you want to cut that one. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the interesting oh, yeah. That'll be the interesting yeah. thing to see. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> I mean, 152 oh, episodes oh. is good, good, Zach. You know, we have to stop somewhere. <laughs> oh, Zach's something worse on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read this trivia, Zach? While filming the whipping scene, the crew played a practical joke on Harrison Ford. While he was changed, chained to a large stone, Barbara Streisand appeared dressed in a leather dominatrix outfit. She proceeded to whip him, saying, that's for Hanover Street, which was a film in 1979, the worst movie I ever saw. She continued whipping him for Star Wars 1977 and making all that money. Carrie Fisher then threw herself in front of Ford to protect... Is this not real? This can't be real. Um, I read it I read it, and I was so confused by it, I just kept scrolling. This entire sequence was filmed. <laughs> what? Palmer's Trusting, okay. That's interesting. What on earth was that? Anyway. That can't be real. What did I just What's read? The final movie? What's the end of the final um, Oh, God. I'm going to give this film an 8 out of 10. I think it's, you know, the ultimate double down adventure. It's pretty fun. I liked it a lot. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah. What about you, Jaden? I will put a 7 on this film. Uh, I think it's a step... Not necessarily step up, but it's, it's a, I better understand where the film's coming from, I guess. Mm, uh, mm. Uh, but it still has its issues that the first one had as well. Fair enough, Zach. Yeah. Um. What? I'll, I'll stick with a six, just because watching it engagement wise, that's probably where I was at. Um. But I'll, I'll, it's a strong six though. Like I could. I was maybe going to consider a seven if uh, that's what that's worth saying. But the way you just worded that, Jan, is spot on. Where it's like, uh, did I enjoy it more? Yeah, overall, like watching it, but like I definitely understand where it's coming from more, and I think it has stronger aspects that link to that more than Raiders. Yeah. Okay, continuing to disappoint our audience. That's good. That's good, Luke. Well, I'm I'm here to you know, I'm here to support you know our audience. Nine out of ten. This this movie's a oh, nine. Big. This is a fun movie. This movie encapsulates so much about Indiana Jones. The action is awesome. The music, I'm enjoying it. You know, sure, there's a few things that are problematic, but hey, what isn't these days? You know, how many, uh, how many episodes do you have this podcast? podcast? Like, can you can you call the audience our audience? Like, can you say <laughs> our audience? <laughs> My audience. You've been on. You've been on what three, four, three, the fiftieth of the yeah. uh, uh, three, one fiftieth of the episode. Yeah. I mean, yep. Um, like cocaine and this now, right? Uh, American Psycho. Was there American one? Psycho? American, American Psycho. Psycho. Four. Yeah. Four's not bad. Yeah. God okay. damn. Yeah. That, I mean, that, 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 the nine's for Paul. Let's be clear. The nine out of ten is for Paul. Oh, okay. Okay. Shout yeah, out, shout out to that. Paul. I respect that. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> is this is this his favorite indie movie? Yes. Yep. Really? Yep. Well, I thought, That's, I thought that we taste. quote this movie quite a lot in this in this household. 
Oh yeah, you say that in your review. Yeah. yeah. What, so, sorry, I see people saying that all the time. They quote this all the time. What are you quoting? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, I can't repeat it on the podcast. <laughs> say it. A lot of a lot of short rounds. A lot of short rounds quotes. You say it with all the accent. You're you. You're a very big <laughs> cheater at poker, Doctor Jones. We say that quite a lot. In the accent. Yeah. No, well. <laughs> No, <laughs> maybe no, okay. no. Okay, <laughs> for legal right. reasons. No. So, you're, so you're quoting short round. Okay, quoting short round. Yeah, keep exposing yourself. Next section is news chat, aka trailer trailer talk. I'll start off with the big one: Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songs and Snakes, or some shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Songbirds and Snakes. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, big trailer. I reckon it was pretty great. What did you guys think? I saw it. I have I not seen this come up Wait, on what? YouTube. Who I didn't it? watch it. No. Oh, Jane. Oh, what, Jane. What did you I, thought, I, thought we had a, I thought we had a well-rounded discussion. No. Um, I fucking loved it. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a massive Hunger Games sweat. Um, it was the first, like, book series I, I was I probably, like, fell in love with, like, um, and it was, like, like I was there, like opening night for like Mockingjay Part One and Two, and I, I skipped school to see Catching Fire. Like I fucking love Hunger Games, um, and I think this trailer was awesome. Um, mm. Like it looks fucking great. It looks Rachel Zegler looks great. The rest of the cast looks great. It, you know, you know it's gonna be devastating because you know she doesn't survive, obviously, because you know she's from District Twelve, which just sucks. But um, spoilers. Um, I don't know. It just it just all looked great. Like the set design, the the direction. It just all looks like it was coming straight out of 2015 from where Mockingjay left off and just continue it. And it just looks, I, I think this is going to oh, be- Yeah, I mean, I think this film looks like visually better than the, the original Hunger Games for sure. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I think more specifically Mockingjay because in that they play with the capital and they have some more fun set design stuff they can do. Yeah. Yeah, no, set design looks awesome in this film. I I have a stupid question though. Did, did, did um the bold guy, or the guy who's like, Semi bold with the the blonde hair. Is he the same guy as you know, um, Snow? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, all right, cool, cool. So is this a is this but, a yeah? I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's pretty good. Tenth yeah. Hunger Games that this is um based on. Tenth. So what what was the main Hunger Games? Seventy so, fourth. Oh oh really? Yeah. And it's every year, right? Yeah, yeah. And the catching fire was seventy five. So, yeah. how old is um Snow? Like in this, in this, he is he like ten or something in this movie? No, he'd he'd probably be early twenties. Yeah, it's like so Sixty years later, he'd be eighty, ninety odd. So, is he actually eighty or ninety in Hunger Games? I think the actor was a bit younger, but like that, this is what the timeline implies. Oh, okay. So, so it's actually about a a Hunger Games. Yeah, about the tenth one. Cool. Okay, I, I thought. Not knowing anything about it, I thought it was like more of a, a prequel, like political backstory mm, for him, yeah. uh, like yeah. how he got into power and shit. But it, there's actually a Hunger Games involved. Yeah, but so he's going to be significant, and this is going. I think it's going to be more about him than the trailer leads on. Well, the trailer okay. does have him very prominent, but I think it's going to be more about his 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 powers than it is about the the tributes and whatever. Oh yeah, got it. Yeah, no, I think the trailer definitely points to the fact that it is his his backstory, his origin story. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like completely focused on him in the way that 
shitty origin stories usually are. It like focuses on the world around it too. Mm. Um, like Peter Dinklage is there. He's the fucking creator of the games. He's pretty cool. In the trailer. Oh, cool. I love how it goes. Like it, I, I love how things that are said in the future do this thing where like when they go for a prequel, they still like go for that fifties aesthetic. So like you got like these like kind of like um old televisions and like the font is like kind of retro. Like imagine yeah. Fourth Finney. Like that's kind of what like the aesthetic is for, like like a, a lot of the character stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I guess me and Luke now. <clears throat> Luke Jack, you're going to be left out of all of these, aren't you? Uh, I haven't seen a single trailer this week. Yeah, go for it. Fair enough. Uh, the Flash. I actually really enjoyed this tra- trailer too. I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. I thought I thought you, you get a much better, like the Batman like capes, it seems much more fluid. You get a much better idea of how Batman's going to be moving, which is a continuation from the last trailer. But yeah, I thought it was good. You get a little bit more. There was there was one shot that I thought was a little bit weird, which was when the two flashes were running at the camera with like Supergirl in the middle, and then they stop. I sort of watched that and I was like, yeah. oh, that just uh, something about that seemed a bit weird. Mm. I don't know if that's you know editing in the trailer, cutting things out. That, that looks very things. yeah, yeah. That looks a bit awkward mm. in a CGI sense, but um, I don't know. My main thing that was Supergirl. She looked really cool. She kind of proved what Jane was saying about Supergirl, Supergirl kind of being this wild card. And I've seen the trailer, they bring Zod, Zod back, and Supergirl kind of has her own mm. motivations there. Um, the Batmans in the trailer, they look kind of like fun cameos, you know? But the main three is like, you know, Past Flash, Future Flash, and Supergirl, which kind of just looks like a fun trio for a movie. Well, so, I think, yeah, I like think Ben Affleck is more of a cameo. I think Michael Keaton is supposed to play a much more integral role in the film. Yeah, yeah. He looked – he had some – yeah. He he was in some action scenes that were pretty big, so that looks like the case. And then when they showed Ben Affleck, um, the whole aesthetic was kind of different, Mm. so it kind of feels like he's a bit of a side side piece, yeah. Yeah. We will go on to the fast round, the fast – I don't know. The, the Jaden round for all these trailers. Quick fire. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. Transformers. Big one. Um, what do you think? Yeah, it was all right. It, it, it wasn't really too much more than. Actually, it was kind of significantly more than the first trailer. Um, but I really didn't want to. I, it wasn't one that I wanted to watch because I, I, um, I want to kind of go in knowing little, but I'll watch it for the sake of the show in case Zach brought it up. Thank you, but Yeah. <laughs> it shows a bit. It shows, it shows um, a bit more about the robot conflict. I don't know. Like it's it's it kind of goes back to what I said about the first time. Like Rise of the Beasts. Like I know everyone's excited about it, but it's not really doing it for me because like I love the I love the main Bayverse. So like you know I'm sure I'll watch it. I love it and all that shit. But you know it, the, these trailers aren't entirely you know there for me. Fair enough. Um, that's good. Quick fire round. How about Haunting of Venice? This is a pretty sick trailer. Um, I I, I quite like um, the first. Kenneth Branagh, Branagh, uh, Poirot, uh, um, um, the 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 murder on him, Ari Express. I think Death on oh. Nile is pretty ass. Um, is that what this is? Yeah, it's the third, yeah, it's the third one. Third one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sort of shocked. That, I'm sort of shocked he got a third one to be honest. But yes, yeah, after Death on the Nile. Yeah, I'm down. Um, but in this looks. This was like a really tense trailer. Um, I think it looks great. Michelle, yeah, yeah, is that right? She 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 was. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. Is that right, Liam? I don't want to be. I don't know. I'm seen the trailer. Let me just click. <laughs> fact check, fact check. 
Oh, yeah. She, she comes up in the I, castle. I haven't, Sorry, I haven't, what is the castle? Is it stacked again? Uh, it's pretty stacked, I'm pretty sure. Oh, we got so. Jamie Dolman there. In 50 Shades, go. Oh, okay. Who else is there, Liam? Read him out. Tina Fey. Oh, the rest is kind of Kelly Kelly Riley. She was in okay. Yellowstone. Yeah, I don't know. The rest is maybe not of, that stacked. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I was a. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we've got um, I, is this Santino? The guy who played Santino. He comes back. Um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, Ricardo Scamacio. Like in John Wick Two, he played Santino. Ah. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got it, mm. got it. I'm sure there is going to be a real-world explanation, but the trailer kind of makes it seem like there is, like, a paranormal aspect, which, as far as I'm aware, Agatha Christie didn't really write about, so this is going to be cool if it is like that, you know. Um, mm. I'm keen for it, yeah. All right, last one. Next goal wins. Um, this is the new Taika Waititi movie, uh, Liam. Oh, okay. Um, it's got it's got Michael Fassbender uh, starring as a football coach, taking over the American Samoa team after... We smack batted them thirty one nil, or thirty more well, fucking more than I think like thirty two. I, I read, I read, I read that it was thirty one nil in the synopsis, and I'm yeah. just like, I need to see this movie right yeah. away. Like that was that's all I needed. Um, you, they, 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 uh, Australia used to have a have a have a have a soccer highlights show, um, with like a panel of like you know like personalities, and um, they did a recap of this game, um, and it's it's like just it's it, it's peak Aussie TV kind of um sketch. Um, you should you should I, I recommend everyone go watch that, um. But this, 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 this is what I want from Taika. I don't want him doing Thor shit. I want him doing personal stories like this that are goofy. You know, I want the JoJo's and the and the and the mm. world of people and mm. the boy and all that shit. The what we do in the shadows and stuff like that. You know, mm. like, um, yeah. this this yeah. seems like good Taika to me. Mm. Um, yeah, good Taika is not Star Wars Taika. <laughs> yeah, fuck, keep him away from Star Wars. Uh, I think my yeah, opinion is completely swayed on that. Yeah, awesome. Next, we are going to talk about what we have been watching in the past week uh, of this life here on Earth. Um, <laughs> Fantastic segue. Uh, Jaden. Actually, I won't go to Jaden because Jaden just talked for like three minutes. I'll go to Zach. What, what, what's your highlight of the week? My highlight was watching Seven Kings Must Die, which is the sequel movie to the last kingdom series on netflix which i love and uh this i think came out a couple weeks ago known about it for a while how it was going to sort of wrap up the story of the show Uh, i I didn't really know what it was going to be exactly because um i mean the show the show had a really uh standalone solid ending anyway but there is a plot thread that it leaves that i knew the movie was going to be about but i didn't quite i sort of thought like the characters of the show like didn't need to be entirely involved in this plot thread so i thought that's the reason it was going to be a movie it was going to be like the characters are there but they're sort of supporting and then it's sort of other the separate story that ties into the larger story so i thought okay but that's not what this turned out to be at all i watched this two-hour movie and it's literally season six of the show in two hours I, I like was not expecting that. I was sort of blown away by it. It's like all the main characters, everyone's there. They're doing the thing, and it definitely had vibes of like uh, we needed to r- rush this shit to get it done in two hours. Like the Last Kingdom sort of already moved quite quickly pacing wise, but this was next level shit, dude. I'm talking about characters crossing the continent of England in in the year 900, like four times, like in a row, like between scene cuts. Like this is how fast this movie goes. Um, so. Pacing wise, it's it's breakneck. It really is just trying to fit stuff in. But like, I was totally fine with it. I was totally down with it. Great, had a great time watching it. Really satisfying ending to the show. 
um, classic Last Kingdom sort of style storytelling with betrayal and political intrigue and all that sort of shit that they do. Um, the strong characters again. So I don't know. Like I saw some criticism that like, oh, this should have been a this should have just been a season. This should have been season six. And like I definitely see that, but I don't know. I assume the reason it's not is that it's already incredibly rare for Netflix shows to get. Like the Last Kingdom has five seasons on Netflix. That's already incredibly rare for Netflix to give that many seasons. They give a show big mouth like eight seasons. Oh, that's <laughs> a cartoon, isn't it? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's right? Like, live act they live action dramas. I feel like rarely go for like more than yeah. More even than, like the five seasons that, is is up it, there. Even like the profitable ones, they seem to be cut short because it just keeps on getting more expensive for them to make as it goes on. Right. Yeah. That that, that shit annoys me. So I assume the reason is because. They figured out this deal. They they went to Netflix with the story they wanted to tell, but Netflix was only willing to do X amount of stuff. So they figured out this was the best compromise. If they do the movie and the X amount of seasons, they can tell the whole story how they want to tell it um, with whatever they were given. So I think I think that's probably what happened. And with that context, I'm really glad that it exists. I'm really glad the story is complete. And the ending was awesome. It was super emotional, um, super satisfying. Everything you want out of like a, a show that runs that long to tell a fantastic ending and it really I, I was already thought the ending of the show was great but they like somehow like managed to reintroduce me to the characters and have another incredible ending in the in two hours so i was like yeah um really well done for what for what uh, the time they were given yeah for sure nice nice um i'll go to luke next highlight of the month for luke highlight <laughs> you watch those films <laughs> week if you want did you did you watch something this week yeah Okay. I've been cool. I've been watching Better Call Saul, mate. Oh, let's yes. go! I am up to I think I'm halfway through season two. I've I'm really enjoying this this series. I don't think I would have. I think I enjoy it because of the Breaking Bad. Having watched that before, I don't know if I went straight into watching Better Call Saul, I would enjoy it as much. Which I think is the point. I think no. you meant to. Yeah. I don't think anyone. Would. Yeah. So. I'm. I. It's so much fun because and, and like watching it and then knowing, like where the characters are going to end up. It just adds so much tension. Like it's not a spoiler. It, like it doesn't spoil things for you. You don't go. Oh well, I'm not invested in this because I know what happens in Breaking Bad. You're watching it and you're going, oh, that's different from Breaking Bad. What what happens that sort of changes the characters from being here to being there, and. And so that's really interesting me. And so I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the series so far. Awesome. Awesome. Has everyone seen it? Or, Jaden, you haven't seen it, have you? No, no, I haven't seen it. I've only seen Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Wait till you get to the start of season three, man. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. But Spooky, you're speeding through this. I swear you. you yeah. You, yeah, like, yeah. You only started this like I, last I week. I started, season. yeah, pretty much. I When it was the uni break. This is way faster than you got through, through Breaking yeah. Bad. Well, I mean, yeah. in fairness, I uh, I started watching Breaking Bad because I got COVID. And so I was like, well, I got, you know, like a week. I might as well start. So I moved through season one of Breaking Bad pretty quickly. But then I stopped for like years or like a year or a year and a half. So I'm moving through this quickly. Oh, really? But I think I'm going mo- to be consistent with it. Yeah. You've got momentum. I do have momentum. So, yeah, I am ac- I, you're right. I am actually moving through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay, nice. That gives me hope, you know. Yeah. If Luke can if Luke can enjoy it this easily, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's actually good. Though. Yeah. Um all right, Jaden, what about you? I watched Skinner 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 Did Jaden wow. just die? Skinner Marink. 
I can't imagine. I, I, I can't believe I struggled so much saying that. Skinnamarink. Yeah, there you go. Skin, Skinnamarink. Oh, Skinnamarink. No, that sounds like an alternate universe of cinema effect. <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> um, I thought you watched this, Liam. Did um, I swear I saw you had a rating on this? No. No? Was it on your watch list at some point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I swear I used to see your name next to it when I when I would click on it. Um, this is a independent horror film released last year or some shit like that. Super slow, super brooding. It is primarily still images, and it's 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 a COVID film, and it's, uh, it, it acknowledges that as well. But what it is is that two kids wake up in the middle of the night to, and they and they say their parents are kind of missing, and they realize that all the doors and windows to their house are gone. But like each shot is a static shot of just a place in the house and quite often without a figure either. It is just the corner of a room, a look at the ceiling down a hallway or something like that. And it is very dark. It is very hard to see, but that is kind of where the horror lies. And it, it is a scary movie. Like this film genuinely scared. It made me scared to look at the corner of my, in my, of my, of my room that night because just like in the darkness of the images, shit swirls there and you swear mm. something moves, something disappears, something happens. And in that aspect, it is really scary. But then it's undercut by the fact that there probably three times throughout the film, it builds to like a very big piece. Well, I mean, very, very, very big in regards to the movie of where like there there will be like a bit of dialogue and there will be a figure there. And, and it, it, it feels like it's getting scarier and scarier. But then it just cancels it out by having this fucking loud eyes, like just fucking noise play and a, and a, and a, and a, and a frame flash up. And it just it just makes a mockery of itself because it's like the it's like the film would have been so much better off without it. Like it would have been a lot slower and it wouldn't have got the traction on social media. Um, this one got very popular last year because when it debuted on um on, on at a film festival, it wasn't um coded correctly, so people were able to just save it straight away instead of just like because it was an online film festival. Mm. So people were able to save the save the oh. video. So it got spread on TikTok like, like wildfire. Mm. But like, so had it not had those jump scares, it wouldn't have done as well on social media. But for those reasons, it's worse off as a film because it just it just makes everything that it actually does fucking irrelevant. Um, but like, it, it it if you remove those three high pitched noises that that occur, it's a very strong film. Okay, cool. Those three high pitched noises. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Sounds sounds like an easy edit to make it exactly. That's how like Hank it is. Yeah, yeah. Think, a, like it, it is a it is it is entirely a mood piece as well because you need like, because like I couldn't recommend this to anyone. Maybe you, Liam, just barely though, because it is oh. just static images of a of a dark house with the film with the film grain on them. Mm. So like yeah, great. Um, I mean I I just copied Zach and watched. Navalny and the whale. Like I'll tell you about. Oh yeah, it's literally in the same order too. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, what is this? I know. I, know. Um, I guess uh, I get Navalny. It was it was really great. It's definitely one of the best like like documentaries I've seen that isn't like aestheticized in any way. Just like the content is like probably some of the most interesting stuff like and, um, that was in in a documentary. Um, Right, and yeah. I was—I also had no idea like where the story would go. So it was, you know, it was like watching a movie. But then uh, I was kind of reminded as the film went on that it's not, you know, an uplifting American film. So yeah, no, it's really, really fascinating, really funny. Um, it actually—it's not just like a recap. It actually gives insight into like the whole process and like goes directly to Navalny and the team and themselves doing 
you know, uh, their investigation on like who poisoned him. Um, so yeah, I really freaking recommend it. It's really awesome. I mean, not you know, not <laughs> uplifting, but still awesome. No. So did you um did you did you Google him after like where he's at now? Um, I saw on well, I saw him on the news, like that is you know, oh. but I didn't. I don't think I did. No. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. That that stuff that stuff wasn't um didn't help. <laughs> Say that it's not going well. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's terrible. Is is yeah. this the one about the Putin's opposition leader? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know anything about? Is that like a? Do people have common knowledge of this? You know, I listened to the that's podcast yesterday, so I heard Zach talking about it. Okay, that's 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 how you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, but, but, you, but you, that, that's what I was saying last week. It's like after seeing it, I sort of can't believe that. I sort of feel like people have to know about this, right? Like, yeah, I can't it's, believe I didn't. Like, so it's crazy. It's so extraordinary in real life, and like, yeah, exactly. Did you like the whale? Yeah, the whale was good. The whale was good. I like that. Yeah, Did, it's not still it. in the cinemas, oh, yeah, is it? No, it's maybe not. in Melbourne. I don't know. Okay. Because I watched that in the cinemas by myself. I think there were maybe three other people in the cinema, and it was just so it was just like me and the screen. You know, it was, it was, it was nice. Oh, yeah. And the three other people. And the three other people. Liked. Yeah, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a good movie. I like your review too. It's very nice review. I agree with it. Beautiful movie. Yeah. And all I said. Yeah. yeah. I stand by it. Now we move on to. Our question of the week, where we, uh, where we, you know, ask the viewers what they think and all that. Our question of the week, where we hand the show over to you, viewers, um, was what is your favorite iconic weapon that is not a uh, lightsaber? So, I mean, Luke, Luke's here. I'm here. Surprise. Luke. Yeah. We can't really read his answer, yeah. can we? You said the Mark 50. Oh, no, no. That was your response. Fuck me. Your response. Um. <laughs> Do you want me to read my answer? Yeah, sure. If you want. Okay. So this is what I wrote. And, you know, this is in the Discord as well. So, you know, join the Discord. Um, some of my favorite yes. iconic weapons are the turtle shells in Mario Kart, the Master Sword from The Legend of Zelda. I actually have a replica in my room of it. Captain America's shield is also satisfying when utilized in a good way. And so my example for that was, I think, in the film Winter Soldier, I think this sort of the way the shield bounces off things and the combat involved with the shield I thought was really nice. But then I think my current favourite weapon is John Wick himself, in particular his use of guns. Every time he fires a weapon in those movies, it had impact. Best use of firearms to date. Sounds like you're reading a script there, Spooky. Thank you, Janet. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> um, so Luke said that. <laughs> And then Andy, Andy said, my favorite iconic weapon is Donnie Yen's wet cloth in Once Upon a Time in China 2, possibly my favorite martial arts film of all time and a movie I have mentioned on the show before. His wet cloth whips even quicker than Indiana Jones' pathetic little whip, mm. so I'm technically starting with Zach on this one all of a sudden. Besides the significant wet cloth, the final fight between Jet Li and Donnie Yen itself is unbelievable. Probably one of the greatest moments to ever be shot for Hong Kong, Kung Fu cinema, in my humble opinion. There you go. You inserted this gif because I, I would have been like, what the hell, a wet cloth? What the frigging hell does that mean? And then yeah. you said this gif and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like a nunchuck sort of thing going GIF on. GIF looks pretty cool. That makes me interested in the movie. Um, yeah. Then Aiden said the Mark 85 from the Iron Man, you know, Iron Man suit. 
pretty decent weapon. Which um, one's the Mark 85, Spooky? Uh, I think that's the one from Endgame. And then the, 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 the nanotech thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, okay. specifically the one from Endgame. There is a change in um, suit between Infinity War and Endgame. So it's the Endgame suit. Yeah. I will go to Zach. What's your favorite, what's your most iconic weapon? Favorite iconic weapon? Yeah, I'm glad. It. I'm glad. Oh, I I haven't done this, but I'm glad that Luke brought in video games. That was that was a nice play. Um, oh, yeah. I um, <laughs> I went with uh, wands from Harry Potter. Mm. I think they're oh, sick. Damn. I yeah. think they're dope as hell. I don't know something about. I mean, don't want to go on a Harry Potter rant like we did a few weeks ago, but like. Something about from Order of the Phoenix onwards, how those films, all the David Yates films, how he directs and how everyone on that production, like, I don't know, just how they shoot and how they bring to life the just the concept of one combat. Mm. It's such a weird concept if you think about it. It's like you couldn't even, like, before that film, it seems so obvious now having seen all the movies, but, like, before that, it's something, well, how, what does that look like? Like, how do we actually execute that, you know? Like, it's, there's just descriptions in the books, but, like, how do we make it look fast-paced and frantic and, you know, like it sort of make it have its a mystical element but sort of like they're firing guns at the same time. Like how do you even bring that to life? How do you visualise that? And they just nailed it. And that's it's, it's part of that is why it's so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, just conceptually like freaking wands firing shit in there. I don't know. Let's make them so cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. My favourite wand is probably Voldemort's. Um, Bone-looking thing. He's bone-looking yeah, wand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dope one. I've got, I've got it in my cupboard somewhere. I've got it. But yeah, it, the way it has sort of like a handle thing, it's great. I love it. Do you think like, the older like, one like when you look at Voldemort and Harry's one side by side? Do you do you, like? Do you think they mirror each other well? Because like they're they meant, meant to, to be like they're meant to be the brother ones, right? And like so when I look at them, oh, yeah. I'm like, so I, I guess there is kind of that like a little kick in the end. I'm like, uh, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Is that like, could you make that argument for any two ones? We're like, oh, yeah, I sort of see it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think I've chose behind me and chose is like super fucking like um, linear and like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Why do you have chose one? That's kind of random. Um, I was at the fucking antique markets and like they had a bunch of them and I was like, fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll get chose, you know? I was like, sure. Show yeah. some support. Yeah. Nice. That's a good answer. What about you, Jaden? Well, I've got a kind of half hearted answer because now that Spooky's brought in video games to the play, I'm like, oh, I. You know, I wouldn't mind saying a video game now, but like I'm like, I don't really mm. know. I'll give a shout out to the Bioshock wrench, but you know, my, my it's a good one. My answer prior to that was um Sting, um from oh. the Rings. Fuck <laughs> 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 sake, Jaden, I had one answer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, I, I I guess I'll stick with the Bioshock wrench. I think that's a really great um, <laughs> utilized um, tool in the game and weapon. Um, yeah, the Bioshock wrench is awesome. Yeah. Look, I I didn't even search anything for this. I, I racked my brain and I came up with Sting <laughs> from Lord of the Rings because somehow they made the concept of sword but blue cool. And like in The Hobbit, it's like one of the only, it's like the coolest thing somehow. So yeah, yeah my answer is Sting. God damn it. <laughs> we, like, that's like the most like animated we've been on the show. I know. Show. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I can't believe have that. We, like, have we like ever acknowledged like verbally the internal competition that this is every week of like trying not to come up with a good Step answer that doesn't trample on other people's yeah. answers? Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's totally a factor though, as it, as has been evident. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think we're done. I think we're done. Okay. 
So that question for next week is what is your favorite individual costume design, you know, by like one character wearing a single costume. So, mm. yeah, what is that? Um, right into the show in the YouTube comments below. We know you're there. Again, Jones, listeners, you know, bagging on us. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and we're asking that because next week we're doing The Outfit, which is a 2022 film, which is on Netflix. It has that Mark Rylance guy. So, yeah, yeah get, get around it. The BFG himself. Was he the BFG? Yeah, I think so. That's an unfortunate stand in his career. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, incredible actor and the BFG. <laughs> mm. Damn. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. What, what is the Truman? What does he say? Harry Truman? Uh, Not Harry I mean, Truman. Where can, where can we Truman. watch the outfit? Did we say that? Netflix. I said you did that. say? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good afternoon. This has been Cinema Effect. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night.